0: So what's the most people you've organized for an event?
1: Oh my goodness. Um four hundred, four to five hundred. I know. Surprising.
0: <laughs> so what's all involved when you have to organize for that amount of people?
1: Well, this was for, you know, I've met the St. Thomas More College and we're we're doing lots of indigenization and the college wanted to host an indigenous round dance. And of course, you're always respectful of the culture. You have like a cultural coordinator that you work with. Well, one of the thing with a round dance is there's no formal invitations. There's no formal registration. The word just gets out through different outlets, and you're just prepare for a large amount. Yeah, so it's important to know the. Co- so first of all, there's safety so you have to know the capacity of the venue because you don't want to exceed that but the other thing is you kind of know from other people who've hosted the round dance in that venue what to expect so that's kind of good too so so you just go by what they tell you and they said well that particular event we were a little short. they said to expect six to seven hundred. Well, that was the first round. It was early in the season, so that's why we, yeah we didn't get as many. You were
0: actually organizing for seven hundred. Yeah,
1: we had enough bagged lunches because that's a big part of the round dance is you provide lunch.
0: What all goes into doing this?
1: Oh my goodness, well, the thing is, everyone loves a round dance. everyone loves it. there's so much fun, and they're so inclusive. It, we had no problem getting help for it at all, if you can believe it, especially preparing the lunches. There's the Indian Teacher Education Program at the College of Education is where we had the event, and um, they had their student vol- their students come in to make the lunch. But uh, also we had staff from STM, too, and they it was so much fun. That was the thing. It wasn't work at all. It was fun, and it, in no time they had those lunches prepared.
0: So everybody was willing to chip in. Yeah. And it was actually a a fun just event preparing for it. Yeah.
1: They were so efficient. Like, (laughs) um, um, I bought two boxes of apples because they have what's called an apple dance. And um, I should have set them aside or put a note on them or something. But those apples got put in the lunches too which (laughs) then we had to pull them up because they were meant for something else but yeah so that's how efficient they were like they're
0: just just ready to bag 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 yeah Yeah. what surprised you about organizing this event
1: how easy it was how no not easy how simple it was how simple there's a difference between simple and easy yeah it was a lot of hard work and it was a late night some late late nights and that but and how rewarding it was it was so rewarding but it was exhausting, I have to say, like that that final event when the when it was almost there, and the day of it was
0: exhausting, like that's actually when it started, <laughs> yeah, like
1: because there's always um a pipe ceremony and a feast, a sacred feast, and then the dancing, the dancing goes it would even go if you didn't shut it down at midnight, it would go on. Like even longer. Oh, they came to dance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, and it's so inclusive. It was just so fun to see them dance. It was everyone. You, if you don't have no shoes, that's okay. Get up there and dance, and like what it. Round dances are so inclusive. Like, it's just like, let your flag fly. Like, it was just
0: so rewarding. Yeah. So what's the difference between a round dance and a regular dance?
1: Um, well, they have, well, I mean, I can't really speak to it because I'm not an expert by any means, but I, I now know the difference between a powwow and a round dance. And powwows is what probably a lot of people are really familiar That's maybe what they've seen a lot in the past. Powwows are are, um, they're actually, they're a competition for one. And and they're in their, do you call it regalia, I guess, or whatever, wears a round dance. Um, you, you just wear whatever you want, you know. But uh, most of the women will, will, will be in ribbon
0: skirts. Okay. So, or a type of a skirt. So yeah. it's a festive event, it's not yeah. a competition.
1: It's a festive event, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so yeah.
0: No, not a lot of pressure. Yeah. Just yeah. come to enjoy. yeah.
1: Yeah, and be yourself and be with people and eat and enjoy and, and give thanks. Like, it really is about giving thanks. for. Really? Yeah, so it's an yeah.
0: appreciation event?
1: Yeah, yeah, it would be. like, And it's always hosted by MC, and, you know, at certain times in the evening, he'll say, okay, this dance is for, well, this might be for an example, for the mothers, and, you know, and then mothers will come up and kick it off, and then eventually everyone will join in.
0: But, or
1: uh, other things too, were for the organizers. They're
0: recognizing people in the community at this event. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're really cool. I really encourage you and anyone who's listening to this, if you have the chance to go to All round dance, go, it's, they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What did you take home from it?
1: Um... I, well, I've said this already, how inclusive they are. They really are inclusive.
0: So there's no judgment. No. You, you, no. If you're there to round down, yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. who you are, what you're doing.
1: Yeah, And another thing, how willing people are to pitch in to help like when it came time to clean up at the end I couldn't believe it like it, like in 15 minutes we were done in a gym that with a capacity of over 800 like we had the bleachers open and everything and I mean there was bags of food and everything that needed to be picked up and like I just couldn't believe how everyone yeah just pitched in it's amazing <laughs> it's unbelievable
0: yeah 15 minutes 50 for an event that had 400 yeah. people
1: yeah i really anticipated not being out of the gym by one o'clock and it, i looked around it was twelve fifteen. i couldn't believe it yeah <laughs> it's amazing yeah
0: yeah just a coordinated effort yeah it really pays off oh yeah so what yeah. have you learned working with different communities?
1: Um well I sure made a lot of indigenous connections, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Right now, what do you currently do in the community? You
1: know, I was active always in the kids school events.
0: What about that Navara community connection?
1: Oh yeah, oh thank you. <laughs> 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 yeah, I volunteer on a board, and um, Navarra Community Connections is formerly known as Catholic Family oh. Services, and I'm on the board. So what happens on the board? What do you guys have to decide? Typical things that you'd expect, like we'd have financials to review and approve, um, and we'd go through all the reporting, the executive director's report, the community village report. Just... I mean,
0: what's a community village report? Uh,
1: well, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but we're in the... Uh, uh, where the YWCA is, downtown, like, on 25th and, what is that, about
0: 4th? Yeah, I know yeah, where yeah. the YWCA is. And yeah. that
1: was built in the early 1990s, thereabouts, and it and it was built with a mind to be, like, a service hub for many service organizations for the city. So um there are many organizations in there.
0: That area by yeah. YWCA. Yeah. That's the community village.
1: Yeah, that's the community village. Yeah. And then so you've got lots of community based organizations in there. They would pay like a reduced rent.
0: To be able to provide for the community. Yeah. In that area. Yes. What's your top Community program.
1: Well, I mean, I guess being on the board, Nevera, it's really, it's been such a gift for me because it it's helped me to grow and develop, too, and become more confident. It, actually, I say that it's been more of a gift to me, but yet the organization, especially the executive director, she says I've been a gift to her, too. So it's, I guess, whenever you get involved in something and whenever you get more, like, than you give, just being part of something that's doing something good for the community just for an example, we had a meeting the other day, and um we've kind of heard that some employees are going to be getting um a bit of a bonus and um I said it's so good to be involved with an organization that's a good employer too
0: yeah yeah, yeah. they're they're seeing who's doing yeah. it, yeah, and actually yeah. giving them a little yeah what skills have you picked up from being on the board
1: speaking skills um and uh yeah i've i and I've had to um see a couple events, and people have noticed how comfortable I'm getting to be with that. So, yeah, those those things aren't easy. There's no way I would have mani- imagined doing that 10 years ago, for sure, yeah. Oh, Yeah. how come? Just because, you know, it's it's a little bit awkward. It's a little bit scary, you know. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very comfortable with doing it.
0: How'd you get over the fear?
1: You know, Tony, sometimes you just have to push yourself to that uncomfortable place, like... How bad do you want to do that? Yeah, like it's going to be scary, but, you know, push yourself. So
0: you just one day decided, I'm going to go do this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to keep at it. Yeah. How was
0: it along the way?
1: Oh, it was scary, for sure. It was scary and sometimes a bit embarrassing or, you know, you wonder, why? why would you say that? Would you do that? Or what did I look like? You know, but yeah, just keep at it. Just keep at it. How do you get
0: over it when you mess up?
1: (sighs) Well, I think not to be too hard on yourself and you know what listen to people's advice you know they're gonna they're they're sometimes we're our worst critics and our worst enemies don't you think you know yeah 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 Yeah.
0: so So. what advice have you gotten along along um just
1: really supportive things you know um i haven't had anything too critical so i don't know maybe maybe i am doing a good job um my, may, maybe I need to delve for that too like maybe I have to say give, give me give me the good but give me the bad too you know like give me both <laughs> you bowls. haven't been fishing yeah. for the bad yeah.
0: yet yeah so with the community connections that's one avenue yeah how do you manage all the tasks you're doing because you do yeah. new things in the community you have kids mm-hmm. you work mm-hmm. you're yep yeah. you have a family what do you how do you balance this well all? just as
1: a person I know like I know and COVID taught me this too right um I need structure and routine in my life to stay, to stay, just to stay motivated and to stay, actually to even stay normal. If I don't have that in my life, like things go awry easily, yeah.
0: So you need to know what's coming at you. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I, I need a schedule, I need a routine, like, yeah. And like I say, COVID, when we were all sent at home, I... That's when I really discovered how much I needed it. Really, yeah. I um, in fact, I think maybe I might need some kind of formal diagnosis. But like, I I couldn't focus. I couldn't concentrate. Um, yeah, just without that. And I and, I'd be distracted so easily. Like anything. Like I'd look out the window and there'd be a dog, and I'd have to go, you know, watch the dog for a while. From that, that led me to something else because I was thinking, you know. And uh, it was hard. I did not like being at home at all. Yeah.
0: What did you do to cope with it?
1: Uh, I didn't cope very well at all. Well, <laughs> as it as it worked out, I got another job quite quickly, and that, and that they were going back too. So that was my saving grace, right? Okay. Yeah.
0: So what's your role now? What What do you generally do?
1: Um, I do office administration at the college. So totally scheduled. Totally. <laughs> um, And yet, I know that some people are more productive. And I'm in awe of that. And I don't know how they do that, to be honest. I I just don't know how they do it.
0: But you balance all these other things already. I
1: know. But it's it's so different, Tony. Like, it's so different. It's just that I know I've got to be here at this time. And I found that, like, I went back to school as an adult, like an older student. And I found, too, like... That's when I first learned that it doesn't matter how much I have to do or how much time I have. either get a lot done in a short amount of time or if I'm not, like if I don't have a deadline, then it just takes me longer to do, you know? Or the
0: the work will expand to fill the time. Yeah. So you actually need the deadline. You need all the structure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can get a little d- done or a lot done, you know. But if you if you want it done quicker, give me the deadline, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, I can let it linger
0: quite easily. Yeah. yeah. So, what's all involved with office administration?
1: Well, in this day and age, I find it like it's there's always something new. There's always something new, and you can't be you can't be intimidated or fearful of of not knowing. Lots of people don't know. Lots of people, but it's not about. The knowledge—it's about the attitude. Are you willing to learn? Are you willing to learn it? And that's—that's you know—and and and willing to learn new things and keeping up with it and determination, pure determination.
0: (laughs) Just keep because it can be
1: so frustrating sometimes.
0: Oh, what's frustrating?
1: Oh, just because sometimes things aren't as simple, or you've googled it to find out how to do this, and it's saying this, but it's not making sense. But just Pure determination. And then once you've got, you know, something, then, you know, it's just so rewarding that you figured that out. Oh, yeah, because you
0: push through to get to the solution. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean when you have to keep learning and keep evolving with it?
1: Well, um, especially in this day and age, there's always new things coming, you you know. So what's a new new thing that's coming? Well, like, usually lots of apps, um, programs, and computer I don't know espionage. You can call her or whatever. Like you're. you're oh, you have to be worried Be about the very aware. Yeah, you know, and being
0: on top of those things. How do you stay on top of that security?
1: Listen to what IT says. You know, and paying attention and.
0: And if something's suspicious. Yes. Ask.
1: Yes, for sure. Another good thing that I learned: read things once and set it aside, and uh, don't be so quick to answer or don't be so quick to do it and think you're done, and come back to it and read it again, even half an hour later, you're going to notice things in there that you didn't notice before. So sometimes I think we tend to read things, or I know I do, anyways, I read things too quickly.
0: What would be a thing you'd read too quickly?
1: Well, emails for sure, right? Because we're just bombarded by emails all the time, and we're just anxious to get them done and, you know, mm-hmm. out, but emails especially, like, set them aside, read them once, set them aside, let it and come back to It's amazing, like, you you can't believe that you missed that or you misunderstood that or whatever. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's a big one. How'd yeah. you
0: stumble upon that? Um,
1: I don't know. I I mean, eventually when you're finding out that you've got so much to do there and then, you know, or there's been some misunderstandings, right. And then you go back to it and you, then you think, Oh wow. Yeah. It does. It does. It's not saying what I thought it said. So yeah. Oh, so yeah. that initial yeah. read. Yeah.
0: It doesn't yeah. give you the, the whole yeah. picture. Yeah. yeah. How long yeah. ago did you start rereading the emails? Yeah,
1: well, as I probably moved up in my career, but for sure within the last five years, yeah, you had to be
0: so thirty minutes, and then again, how did everything change?
1: Um, well, I mean, the pace—like we can do things; we still can do things that you know I get things efficiently done at a slower
0: pace. At the slower pace, you're yeah. still getting everything done. Oh yeah. Oh, it yeah. sounds like before you were just trying yeah. to crush it out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's no wonder you miss things, right? <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: Yeah. if you're speeding through
1: it. I mean, it's okay to read it like that the first time, but then set it aside. Come back to it, you know.
0: And then you reply to these emails. Yeah. How many do you have to reply to usually?
1: 30. 30 a day, 30 or 40, yeah. I mean, that's not bad. There's people who have
0: more, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. So 30 yeah. is not a lot for you to no. respond to. No. So there's 30 different people yeah. you're contacting. Yeah. And the, and you're getting the details from it. Yeah. And trying to coordinate yeah. it. Yeah. So how do you manage that?
1: You know, one of the best tools for me at work, Wired Bound um, like Notebook. No- notebook? Yeah. Yeah. And I write down everything. I write down everything. That, like, it's amazing how much information that book can have. And I, I sometimes I flip through it and I think, oh, I did have that there I didn't realize you know I trust in that book more than I trust my head to be honest
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and it amazes me the things that sometimes I think to write down like when you get to the point where you think you're better than what you are that's kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean well like I say like I, you know I noticed something that I wrote in the book and I thought hey that's pretty smart I'm better than what I think I am you oh know?
0: <laughs> yeah oh you're you're surprised yeah. that you wrote that yeah ah.
1: Because that was important, right? And I I did it, you know, I just... Wait.
0: Yeah. Sounds like you don't have confidence in what you were doing at that time. Or in yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably, you know.
0: But you still get the job done and you get everything coordinated. Yeah.
1: I think that's such a journey throughout your whole life, right? You know, being confident in yourself and believing it, you know. Like, there's always doubt, probably. Self-doubt, you know. But you get to a point where you're better at it, for sure.
0: How would you work on building up your confidence?
1: For one, Tony, like, you know, like... We met through fitness, right? If you're really fit and strong, that helps you to have really good composure, I find. Like, if you can do that, well, maybe you can do this. Oh, so, so you
0: transferred from yeah. the fitness to life. Yeah. So what if, lessons has fitness
1: taught you? You can do it. You can do it. Even when you're tired, you can do it. Consistency. Be consistent. Even if it's just a little, you know, it still makes a difference.
0: Oh, yeah. A little yeah. bit still worth yeah. it. What happens on a low-energy day for you? <laughs>
1: I do have them. Thank you for asking. I do. A low energy day is just like today, Saturday. That's my low energy day. Now, believe it or not, I mean, there's still exercise involved, right? Like I'll I'll still get, get up and go to my pump class. But I'm not like under a schedule per se. Like, you know, I can come back and just relax, grab a coffee. Today I would go outside for a while and just, you know, enjoy some sun look, the dogs walking in there or the people walking in the park or whatever. So just not being under the gun, right? For yeah. anything. So by
0: under the gun, do you mean under that, that pace, that yeah. schedule?
1: Yeah, got to be here, got to be there. You know, just just... Just letting things linger for a while is really nice. Yeah, and I find, like, if you have one or two days like that a week, that just makes such a difference. Just a day where you
0: can take your time with everything you do.
1: Take your time.
0: You don't normally take your time, though.
1: No, no, I'm always, yeah, I'm just one gear. (laughs) One gear. Hot. (laughs) It's either high or go, but it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I have to always remind myself, most people aren't like that, you know, and so I have to be thoughtful and considerate. that people have a hard time keeping up to me sometimes, so I have to remember to slow down, slow down, slow down, and, you know, I don't realize it lots of times unless I'm walking beside someone, how fast I'm walking, you know, or, you know, just in the grocery store, pushing the cart, you know, like, It's not until you're with other people, you compare yourself that you're... You're actually
0: going quite quick. Yeah. When did you start noticing that?
1: I don't know. Actually, when my kids were little too, like, (laughs) they were the ones to remind me to, Mommy, slow down, slow down, I can't keep up, so... I mean, yeah, I was probably aware of it a little bit back then, too. When did you decide to start listening? Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe more once I, you know, got back into work. and.
0: So when yeah. you get back into work? Did you take time off? You yeah, well, educated?
1: yeah, yeah. Like, I was a stay-at-home mom for many, many, many years. It wasn't until our youngest went back to grade one or kindergarten that I went back. How did you get
0: back into the forest?
1: Yeah. So- Um, yeah, well, that's really interesting. It was scary, man, because like, I mean, I had been out for 10 years. And I mean, you lose all your skills, everything. But I just knew that for me, I was ready. And I needed my own space in life. And for some people, that's, it means different things. But for me, that meant getting my career, like starting up my career again. And so it it was scary, man. Like even just building up interview skills. But I was just determined and I never stopped. What was your step one? The obvious thing, I went back to my former workplace and just checked in there. And yeah, they were wanting some casual. So I started there slowly and then just kept making sure my skills were up and then started putting myself into like get my resume like honed up a little bit and then get myself back into interviews and that. So, bit by bit it come. But
0: yeah. Yeah. what was the most enjoyable skill to learn? I
1: guess you know, um, being a good interviewer, right? Like learning your interview skills. That was that's a that's a good skill. Yeah, I think I enjoyed that. Getting, you know, like not at first, because who likes being on the hot seat, right? Preparing for that and getting good at that, yeah. I liked seeing myself getting better at that, practicing. And that's such a skill, like so many people need that. And then when I knew I was getting better at it, is that I could share that with my daughters. Like the first question they're going to ask is, why did you apply for this job? Or why are you here today? Or why do you think you're qualified for this job? And if you can ace that, like in three or four solid sentences, that's going to set the tone of the interview. And that gives the impression that you're confident, that you're knowledgeable.
0: And that you want to be there. Yeah.
1: Those, that first three minutes, they are so critical. If you get those A's, everything is
0: good. Who showed you this?
1: I learned that on my own. Uh, For sure, I learned that on my own because it took me a lot. (laughs) I mean, it was kind of, it wasn't... It's a painful journey, but, you know, each one you get better and you learn and you learn. And, yeah, I just linked that through going through so many interviews to be getting, uh, yeah. How many interviews do you have to go through? Uh, well, I I don't know. I went through about a good five or six for sure. Like, and they were, they, those were the critical ones. Like, those were the jobs that I really, really wanted, right? Because each interview, they're, they're pretty similar. Like, the the questions aren't the exact same, but the process of... You know, they want to know, like, your education and why you're good for this job. And then they're going to go into a lot of, like, um, working relationship questions, you know. And then they want to ask, like, go through hypotheticals. What would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation, you know? Once you know how an interview is going to go, It's pretty much the same questions all the time, so.
0: How did you handle it after the interview was done? If
1: you've got invited for an interview, they're only usually interviewing three or four candidates, really. They should be able to tell you in a couple of points where you fell short. So always follow up. Always follow up and find out where you fell short. Mm Then, how are you
0: enjoying what you do now?
1: Very much, yeah. Very much. It's... um, it's a great community to be part of, and um, I I still love it that I'm still able to learn. Like I'm still learning.
0: What's on your top things to learn right now?
1: Well, um, I'm gonna. I've applied for two programs, so I'll be taking one. Hopefully, next. June that's a leadership program in Ottawa and then I'm b- I'm going to be taking a short governance program
0: What's a governance program
1: Governance is like how how you would rule or manage an organization things like development of bylaws or fiduciary duties or things like reading financials everything that it would take to run a business a corporation or whatever <gasps> I know
0: what made you want to get into that
1: uh i well just like from my work at the college too being involved with the board but also my work you know like for nevera too and uh, those things are such a skill in the community they're always looking for people to volunteer on boards and if you've got that experience that is just such a a good thing to
0: offer that yeah. governance
1: yeah yeah being knowledgeable and that yeah
0: what's yeah. the best course you've taken so far oh
1: well I also took my business administration certificate and um yeah there was a number of things that I took there too that that would help in governance too um my least favorite though was um the law <laughs> <laughs> well the, because there's just so much to know right but, and then my, what was my most favorite? Well, anytime I really got to write, I really, I, I didn't do the greatest in my test, but ever, if I've ever had a writing assignment, I knew, I knew that that was always going to be my, my strength. Because it gives me lots of time to make it perfect, right? And yeah, and I just never felt under pressure. But uh, I keep fine
0: tuning it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I really liked any of my written assignments I love doing. And what else did I take in that? I took communications. I love that. (laughs) Being a good writer, being efficient business writer. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the greatest gifts that I learned to be able to be concise and succinct. That's good business communications to say what you want in fewer words.
0: That's not easy. Definitely not. No. What's something you picked up through being more concise?
1: You can say things in less words. And I know I'm getting good at that. But one of my biggest difficulties is like for someone above me, when they've said it in a way that I know isn't, you know, there's a better way to communicate it. There's better business communication way. I still struggle with recommending that they say it. But if it's my own work, no problem. But I still have problems recommending that maybe other people maybe need to say it in this way.
0: Oh, it's difficult. So that's to my somebody... com- yeah, my confidence thing still. If it improves yeah. the yeah. communication, yeah, I know. What have you learn from organizing so many events? <laughs> don't be,
1: <laughs> don't be so willing to you know take it on sometimes because that's me. Like yeah. Like, right away, I'm volunteering, yep, 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 not being in
0: consideration of maybe
1: some other things.
0: It sounds like you stretch yourself thin sometimes.
1: Well, that, or I'm just so willing, like, so, like, let's get it done, let's, let's get it done, but, you know, like, just step back and let things, you know, formulate a little bit.
0: So, normally, you would just jump on the opportunity yeah. to volunteer. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, but, no, sometimes you might be doing others a favor, too, by supporting them and... And giving them the confidence and encouraging them to do it.
0: What made you realize you're overvolunteer? Well, you know,
1: sometimes if you're doing too much, you just get resentful too. That's not good. You know, you should be doing it because, I mean, it, yeah, you want to, and you shouldn't be stretching yourself too thin too. Really. And
0: oh, so you're pretty aware of how yeah. you're feeling yeah. during the whole process. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and I mean, and if you're stretching yourself too thin, that's probably your own fault, anyways, right? So relax, sit back. Enjoy it a little bit more, right? How do you
0: come back when you stretch yourself too thin?
1: Um, You know, the thing of it is, is usually I'm not even aware of it until it's over, you know? Like, it's when you look back on things, just the experience, you know? Like, you say, okay, I'm not going to do that again, or, you know, that's not the person I want to be, so set yourself up a little bit better use also, your support so you'll look yeah.
0: back and assess what oh, you've yeah. done oh yeah yeah and how critical are you of yourself yeah you
1: yeah well like i say sometimes i'm not the best judge sometimes i'm my worst critic but
0: but that can be that can be a
1: good thing or a bad thing i think as you age you do become smarter and you realize that there are better ways to do things so what's something better that you've done don't be too judgmental <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too judgmental. You never know where they're coming from, right? You never know what they've been through. Maybe they're doing the best that they can with what they have.
0: How'd you put that up?
1: You know, Tony, this week on the news, there was a woman that um, she lost her daughter. She was only 14 due to a drug overdose. But she had turned her daughter over to social services, voluntarily turned her over. My daughter, who worked for the ministry, like, I got her point of view on that. And it was... Mom, sometimes they're coming to us when they're so far gone, there's not much that they can do for them already, right? They're already le- leading pretty risky lifestyles. So how are we going to change that easily? We're not. So then I remember thinking, you know, just I was, I guess, judging the mom because she couldn't care for her daughter. So how did she think the ministry could care for her any better? But, I mean, that's really what I was struggling with. And I wasn't really judging the mom for the situation or whatever because things were out of her control, right? I guess not knowing enough of what the mom had went through with the daughter as well, right? You know, and someone's trying to get to the bottom of it, but there's just so many bad circumstances there. You know, like, I don't know what would have changed it. I guess, I mean, but the whole point of the thing should be that another girl's life ended senselessly right? What they're trying to do is figure out who's responsible, right? So like, right? Because, oh, that's what's happening right now. Well, yeah, because she was in the care of the ministry. Well, I don't know if the ministry really, really made a difference anyways either. So like, how do you fix that?
0: So from that situation... You jumped to a conclusion, but that's also, you're a mother. Well, yeah. So that's where it's tough.
1: I wasn't blaming the mom. You know, those things, it doesn't, you know, some of those things, we could be the best mother. She still lost her daughter.
0: Oh, and you, you didn't yeah. step back.
1: Yeah. And I thought, was that the answer? Should have the ministry been able to magically fix the situation? I doubt it. There's no way that they could have made a change either, really.
0: Because she had to make this change yeah. too, the daughter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You came at it ready to yeah. be upset with the mom, yeah. But then you you changed your mind, yeah.
1: And 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 but then maybe I don't know if this keeps happening too. Maybe the ministry needs to be called on it too. Maybe they maybe they do need a better way.
0: Yeah, we'd have to look really yeah. into that to see what happens. Yeah. Oh.
1: I know. That's talk about big worldly problems
0: there. Yeah. What's a small problem you solve? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that you normally solve. What's a small one you you normally solve?
1: A small solve? one. Hmm. Hmm. I put a Band-Aid onto my sore foot. That, uh, was, that oh, was, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. That that was a small problem. <laughs> Fixed that pretty easily. I guess those are easy to yeah. fix them. What's a problem you run into at work all the time?
1: Yeah. One thing that I find now, I don't know, uh, it's probably typical, is navigating working relationships. That's a really a big thing. Just finding a good, healthy way to work with people, right? I mean, you have to work with this person, so... Just trying to understand where they're coming from, and just just navigating the personalities, right? You know, and finding a way. If if you can find a way to work with that, I think that's the biggest. That's the biggest challenge. It's a, a, usually not the work. The work is a simple thing. Just finding a good way to work with that person, and well, because really, I think the key is to if you know them well enough to anticipate how they're going to receive that, right? You know? Okay, and, and the,
0: you try to tailor what you're going to say yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's kind of like, you're kind of being tricky, but like I think if you anticipate it in that well, that's going to be the su- success to that relationship,
0: to that working relationship. I don't think it's tricky. I think that's just where you're understanding, okay, this yeah. person doesn't receive this one. Well, I can say it differently. Yeah. When you're yeah. coordinating so many people, what are some challenges? Um, Even, you know, taking a breather, like... Because
1: I can go from zero zero to 100, like, really quickly. Being, like, don't overreact. You know, another thing, too, this really catches people off guard when you do this. But if you just reach out and touch them, like, tap their hand or whatever and say, thank you. And you might not want to say if it's a good idea, because it might not be. But let's think about that. But thank you for your thoughts, you know.
0: You've said that a lot. That was Well, <laughs> that I've done was it crisp. I
1: I have done it a lot and but when I've done it it's caught ca- ca- people totally off guard. Totally. Or even like if someone's angry with you, yeah, if you want to if you want to um
0: de-escalate?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do do something like that. Yeah. I feel you that you would catch a person totally off guard cuz they are not expecting that.
0: I feel that would yeah. work well with kids too. Yeah. Yeah. How often do you find yourself needing to use that?
1: Not very often. No. Yeah. no one likes tension. No one, you know, really wants to be in moments like that at all. So I've always found myself to be able to almost work in any situation in a way. I really have. So I always find a way. So, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: really? Mm-hmm. So you'll yeah. just adapt to that situation? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you always been this adaptable?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's that I think it's the aging thing. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. really? So
0: as you got older, yeah. you were more adaptable.
1: Yeah, I think you get smarter about it, and you just have to wonder, like, what's it worth? Like, you know, you might win the war, but are you going to win the battle, you know? Or you might win the battle, but will you win the war, you know?
0: So then your priorities kind of shifted. Yeah.
1: Well, that's good with kids, too, too,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, how was it growing up on the farm for you?
1: It wasn't an easy life, for sure, you know, in comparison to a lot of my friends and that. But now, when I look back on it, I, I'm i very thankful for it. And I have really fond memories. At the time, I didn't think it was good at all, but I have really fond memories now. And I'm glad that I have those memories, that I can share them with my kids and tell them about it, you know? Yeah. No, it, I mean, there is a lot of life lessons, a lot of life lessons growing up on a farm and growing up in poverty too, sure. So Yeah, what? like resourcefulness, you know, being resourceful and finding a way... To make do, you know, with things. I think I think that that's a life life lesson, you know.
0: Yeah. Hard
1: work, where hard work's going to take you.
0: Well, it sounds like yeah. you were already adaptable back yeah. then, then.
1: Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But, you know, it might be a little bit my personality. But, yeah, I know all of that taught me a lot.
0: What's your fondest memory of the
1: farm? Oh, fondest memory? Oh, my goodness. I guess maybe holiday times, seasonal times, you, you know, when people would gather. And it would just be good, old-fashioned fun, you know, like... Yeah, maybe you didn't have a big house, but there was always good food and maybe good drink. And just uh, being with extended family, there would always be laughs. Yeah, (laughs) family is really important. So, yeah, maybe there wasn't a lot of room to sit, but there was always, you know, a nice table or furniture or whatever. But, uh, you know what, those things never mattered, you know? No, but you
0: clearly remember how you felt and you loved it. Yeah, yeah. So then the things that we think matter actually don't in the end for sure. What you used to think mattered, but that really doesn't?
1: I don't know if it mattered so much, but, j- you know, just that constant, oh, I wish I had what my friend had, or you know, oh. I wish I had that, or, you know, why can't my family be like that, or... I think, you know, when you're growing up, there's a lot of comparisons all the time, but...
0: That's a big, what is it, comparisons, the thief of joy.
1: Yeah. Thief of joy?
0: Yeah, the thief of joy. Yeah,
1: for sure. That's, the, yeah, that's a good way to say it. I think too bad you know, you couldn't realize that growing up. But I think we all go through that anyways, you know. And, and the good thing is you see it in retrospect. Yeah.
0: Because really, yeah. when you're in it, you think what you're doing yeah. is right.
1: Yeah. A lot of fond memories. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When, it, when people gather. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that was the best. Like, especially, like, Christmas maybe. Or, like, even in the summer, you know, we'd always have city folk come out to visit. And they always loved it, you know. They'd stay for the whole weekend. Good to gather yeah. and
0: get everybody together. Yeah. Hey, is there anything I haven't asked?
1: Oh, God. I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Sounds good. Should we call it? Yeah.